coming in clear here yeah you sound good on my end all right do i sound okay yeah yeah for sure i have uh i have cheap uh airpod ripoffs and uh <laughs> i've tried using them on interviews before and it's just like it's not good <laughs> <laughs> and I, I left unfortunately I, left, I have like a ton of mics but i left them all at our jam room so uh oh yeah no worries bad boy that's all good <laughs> uh so how'd the the showing go the showing or you, oh, you were looking at an apartment or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I uh, I bailed on the one this morning, and I got one at like I got one at three, so uh, it's all good. It's just down the street here. Okay. So it's, it fucking Toronto. Like, Toronto sucks for fucking apartments. Like, there's so many cool places to live, and they cost a lot of money. And uh, my roommate and I we're on like we're on a pretty already budget, but like we also have things in mind that we that we really want, and. Uh, it's not it's not fucking easy so it's all good we got to log us so i got, I got high hopes here <laughs> yeah. yeah we started looking early june so uh, i think things will start popping up soon yeah for sure um so uh i mean i think you listened to the uh, crafting lies episode you kind of oh, yeah. know how it goes oh yeah for i got sure. some questions we'll talk about uh everything anything and everything uh debt cemetery and then uh after it ends, just kind of hang out for a couple, a uh, little bit longer, and yeah, sounds, do a little bit good, more. Man. Sounds so, great. Um, if you're all ready, you got your drink all poured, and good to go. Yeah, I got my fucking gin here. Oh, oh. somewhere. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. And today, I'm sitting down with Toronto's own Debt Cemetery. Uh, how's it going? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Good, good. Um, first of all, thank you for, for reaching out and uh, wanting to be a part of this. It does really mean a lot. And uh, I guess we should probably start off with uh, saying who you are and what you do in Debt Cemetery. Sure. Uh, my name is Davey Knight. I am the lead singer of Dead Cemetery, and um, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's my role in the band. Kind of trying to trying to do some songwriting and stuff. Uh, but we have like kind of like a new lineup uh, as of a couple months ago. So everyone's just trying to play their part, and uh, we're trying to kind of tr- still trying to figure out how to be a band here yeah. after after a strange year off, you know. <laughs> Um, speaking of like the recent lineup and everything like that, who, uh, who else is in the band and, uh, what do they do? Yeah, sure. So, um, we've got Eddie Knowlton. He plays guitar and he's been, he's been writing tunes lately and, uh, fucking just killing it. Uh, and he also sings backup vocals. Uh, we've got Nick McDougal. 
He is uh, the drummer, and he's super cool guy. I should, sorry, I should also say Eddie plays in um, his own solo act called Fast Eddie. It's like a punk rock acoustic kind of thing. Um, and yeah, Nick plays uh, drums, and he also plays in this really cool Toronto band called Hotel Murder. They're like kind of like horror punk. Uh, sounds kind of like like any given band off of like an Epitaph compilation, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> um, then we got uh, Alex. Uh, oh my God, what's his last name? I'll come back to his last name. <laughs> I forget right now. Um, he's, he's this dude from Montreal. He moved here last summer and reached out, and we were just happening to look for a bass player. And um, he also used to play and still plays, I think, in the band called Boussiers. They're from Montreal. They're like uh, a skate punk band, and they are also on our label, Thousand Island Records. And uh, last but not least, we have the king of all beauties. His name is Bill Morton. He plays lead guitar and um he plays in like fucking like eight bands uh i'm only gonna list like three <laughs> he's got wordplay you got reminder and uh he's got his very own band called your pal bill and fucking what a such a good musician such an easy guy to collaborate with can't say enough good things about him love him to death so yeah that's the that's the lineup and it's it's feeling really solid we uh we just recorded uh sorry we just released a new song called dave been confused and uh that's our first effort as all us all together as a band so it feels really good nice uh so originally i think i might have saw like originally it was just kind of like more a solo act or it was weird yeah it was like my last band broke up and i had this studio time booked and i had just this like fire inside of me and i needed to do something and uh started like reaching out to people and um you know musicians being as flaky as they are just fucking didn't work out so i i I was left with all this studio time that i bought and uh just had to fucking pull the trigger and just go in and i did everything um by myself except for drums i hired a buddy to do drums and like i'm not trying to like brag about it it was like it was like i'm a very self-conscious musician as it begins uh with and um you know i just like push myself and luckily the the engineer uh zach he helped me he helped push me a, a lot and um yeah man it, it, it turned out pretty cool like i i really wish that those guys had been there uh for it but maybe it wouldn't have panned out the same so so yeah that's the that's the beginning of dead cemetery and we're on the new chapter now which feels great yeah and and when you say like that beginning you're talking about um that three song ep uh dig it yourself correct dig it yourself yeah not the, the the title was like a play on you know do it yourself and it was just like trying to play on the whole dead cemetery thing and it was like <laughs> i'd done all of this alone and it was like so fucking scary and luckily like as we were putting the ep out i played a couple shows together and uh and yeah, and here we are now. <laughs> well, I gotta commend you uh, for dig it yourself, especially you doing like ninety percent of it all by yourself. It it's super solid, and it's a solid three song EP. So everyone that's listening, definitely go check it out. Um, and then you can definitely see the the progression and like 
every, like everyone coming together super solidly for Daved and Confused, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I dig the name of the song for one, uh, because, you know, who doesn't love Dazed and Confused and then you're Dave. Yeah. So it, it works out really well. Uh, but you can really see like everyone coming together That's and it's it. so solid. And uh, I'm it. stoked to see what's coming next from this. Yeah, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. And um, just for anyone listening, like if you find yourself in a position where, you know, you got musicians like fellow musicians like bailing on you and you got these songs you need to churn out, like just fucking go for it. Put yourself out there. It feels so good. Like I can't express that enough. Like it, I don't want to go around bragging that like, oh, like I recorded this three song thing by myself. Like I was scared shitless, but like just doing it felt so good and not harboring these songs for years and just like being that guy at a party like oh check out the song that i wrote like 10 years ago you know like no like do it now fucking put it out see what comes of it and that it feels so good <laughs> yeah uh great great words to live by and i mean make perfect sense uh don't don't sit on something and kind of wish that what could have been just fucking do it and see what happens totally man that's it that's it um, so obviously Dave, Daved and Confused came out at the time of, the, of us recording. I think it's been a, uh, almost a month now or a couple weeks. No, it came out on Tuesday. It came out on June 15th. So it's, oh, okay. it's actually yeah. literally, been a literally the oh, same. Yeah, okay. Uh... Like just this week. Okay. Um, yeah. I gotta, I gotta say like that artwork for that, that single is, I dig it so much as it's. It's it pops so much and it gives it that, like super sick like eighties vibe to it. Totally, yeah, yeah. It's um my, my tattoo artist and good buddy, uh, his name's Kiff Scott, uh, and he he has he does all these cool like fucking dinosaur tattoos all the time. And I was like, we were trying to come up with like a cool like kind of like Godzilla kind of monsters theme like over a city skyline. I was just like, man, do what you did with the dinosaurs and, you know, it gives that cool like 80s vibe and the, I don't even, I don't even know how to describe it because I can't draw worse shit. I don't even know how to draw <laughs> stick, man. So it was just like, I gave him a bunch of words on paper and he fucking did it. And I was like, ah, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> we didn't even, we didn't even come at him with like a, a revision or every, anything. We were just like, holy fuck, like this is, this is legit. <laughs> yeah. It's always great when you know someone that can just take your vision and just make it a reality and just knocks it yeah, out of the park. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and especially, like, I feel so bad with revisions, especially with, like, friends, because you don't want to feel like you're, like, putting them down or, like, you don't know how much, how many hours they've spent on it or whatever. Yeah, right. right. But I guess it's par for the course, too, so I don't know. It's it's all yeah. good. I, I'm, really, I'm really happy about it. Everyone seems to be really digging the artwork and the song, so it's a... <laughs> double down you know <laughs> feels good yeah that i mean that's great that you're getting a good response um mm-hmm. with it coming out what is this uh kind of like leading into is it are you guys got what do you, what's next on the debt cemetery docket um we're trying to put out another song uh by the end of the summer we're such we're such a slow moving band because we still haven't <laughs> got to like jam um as our new lineup we actually haven't been in the same practice space together since august and um you know it's tough and we all have like other shit going on and and so we got this new song that we're working on we're hoping to make some kind of like ep for it but just with the current climate uh and just and everything that's it's going on um 
probably just gonna leave it as another single for now and then see what we can do by the end of the year we got um we got booked on this this really cool tour that hasn't got announced yet but we're hoping it gets announced in the next like month or two and so we're just like working towards that and hopefully have a new single out for that and um yeah man i'm i'm hoping that like my my goal is to have like four new songs plus the original three songs on like a vinyl by like early next year that would be that'd be fucking awesome yeah that'd be dope um, <laughs> that'd be sweet. i'm a vinyl collector so like i just want it for me <laughs> so like yeah no i totally understand other, uh, hopefully a couple hundred other people want that too <laughs> yeah. I, i've also been getting really big into vinyl since like december like yeah like lockdown did not help at all so i just spent oh, like most know, money. Right? so it was crazy you get your like stimulus check and you're like oh rent is only this much and i have uh three records worth of budget <laughs> left <laughs> right exactly <laughs> uh like yeah most of like we got a, a stimmy again in like january and like most of that went to part of it went to rent but the other half like literally just went to records that's fucking awesome dude <laughs> um you live in the midwest too right yeah yeah, so there's tons of sick like labels and stuff going on out there, and yeah, it's so much, great. So much. Where where whereabouts are you? Uh, so I'm in Minneapolis. Minneapolis, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like then, it's like the hub of it all, right? Like uh, you guys yeah. got like the copyrights and off with their heads and fucking. Uh, oh man, there's so many good bands <laughs> out there. Fucking, um, what's that one? Robot Bachelor. I'm so I'm obsessed with that band. It's like the drummer from the copyrights. Yeah, I'm I'm very stoked to now live in the city, and I'm really happy that like vaccines have rolled out and all that stuff, so like we can finally start going to shows and I can experience mm-hmm. this whole music scene. Uh, like I went to my first show, I think it's been like a week now, a little over a week now, uh, since like even moving here. So it's been fucking great. You went to a show that's so sick. That's fucking yeah. awesome. I saw I saw a punk band play in a park. A couple of weeks ago and i was like oh my god i fucking miss this and uh i just can't wait for more i think i think the the first show i've heard of uh in toronto is like gonna be maybe in august or like september so just kind of try to lay low till then and fucking can't wait <laughs> yeah are things still pretty crazy up there i know i remember when ken was on he said like things were were sporadic depending on where you're at yeah you guys talked in like may or something right like yeah. april or may um yeah, things have gotten a little bit better. Vaccines seem to be rolling out pretty uh, pretty well. Um, they made it really easy for people to just, like, book their first and second at the same time. And there's also been uh, drop-in clinics where you can just go and, like, walk in and, and get your, your at least first one. So um, uh, our drummer works for the military, and he's already fully vaxxed, which is fucking awesome. Um and they just opened up bar patios like last weekend. So that's, oh, nice. that's pretty exciting. It's like, you know, and some stores are opening again. So it's like, I think, every, I think everyone's just so fucking sick of it. Anyways, it's just like, okay, we got to just, we got to just make this happen. You know? <laughs> yeah. Everybody be cool. <laughs> fucking don't come out if you're sick. <laughs> if one wants to get drunk on a patio because it's summer starting. I'm like, let's do this, you know? Yeah. Uh, I got to, like the show that I went to was outdoors like like there's a venue but like their stage and stuff is like outside on a patio so it was cool. it was sick because one we're all outside we're kind of spread out but then you also have like the convenience of like there being a open like not an open bar but like a bar and then a, a sick punk band to watch so it was all all in That's all sick. great who did, who did you see 
Uh, so I saw my friends in support of parents. Oh uh, my god, I fucking love, dude! I love that <laughs> band so much. That's they're, so sick. They're so great. Uh, and Tell them it was I nice love to. Them. It was nice to finally see them live uh, after, especially since I had them on an episode, and just getting to see that other side of them was great. That's amazing. I'm gonna listen to that episode right after we uh, finish this chat, man. I'm, <laughs> I am I'm over the moon about that band. I I love like gruff vocals. I oh, I, yeah. I try to do them sometimes when I go too hard, and I'm like, okay, I gotta sing cleaner. But like, <laughs> I would fucking love to play in like a gruff like fest style like punk band. You know? Oh yeah, love it. Um, and then the other two bands were uh, a band called Dingus um, that had been around for like fucking ever um, and then a band called Arms Aloft oh my god what <laughs> yeah That's, dude they're I've, I've been to fest like four times and I, I've seen them a whole bunch they're so <laughs> sick yeah That's it was awesome. it was yeah, a, it was a great first show back yeah, yeah, and three bands, like, perfect, too. Like, not yeah. too long of a show. Like, it's not, that's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so when I was going through um, your guys' Facebook page, I noticed something on there, and I don't know if it's still a, a recurring thing, but there's Canadian rock wrestling. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Have you, did you watch any <laughs> of the videos? I watched a couple of them. It's so funny, eh? It's it's so great. Like, that's just someone in the music scene basically playing like WWE, but like making bands out of the characters, like implementing you guys, and then yeah, man, it's this um, it's this dude, uh, uh, uh Nick. Um, oh my god, I can't remember anyone's last name today. I'm an idiot. Anyways, all right, it's our buddy Nick, and he moved here from Montreal. He actually helped us out. Uh, he played bass for a show for us when we needed a bass player. And, um, yeah, he just started this thing. He's like, man, like I can create this whole like universe in this game and I'm just going to start doing those bands. And I think we were, we were one of the first like 10 or 15 bands that signed up. And all he asked is like, send a picture of yourself. And like, he, he fucking, he gets your like band logo and like puts it on, puts it on your shirt and like, or like hat or like, dude, he just goes all out and he's, he's the announcer too. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, he's just really been killing it. He's, he's always just trying to find, like, new ways to, like, you know, he'll play, like, your music video uh, for your, like, entrance music. And, like, you know, he'll he'll premiere videos, like, b- between matches and do interviews and stuff. And, fuck, he's got, like, I know there was talks about getting, like, Less Than Jake on, but he's got, like, Big Dean, The Kids Table, and Mute, and Belvedere, and, like, fuck it. It's just blowing up. It's hilarious. It's yeah, just so it's... fun to watch, too. Yeah. You get to watch yourself just beat the shit out of somebody <laughs> or get the shit kicked out of you, you know? Uh, for Dead Se- what's how what's Dead Cemetery's like record? Are, are you guys like one of you, lost a few? Yeah, we've we've lost we've yeah, both. Uh we so like Eddie and I were a tag team at one point. Uh, and we were actually we held the belt and it was super <laughs> fucking sick. And then um I guess somehow I don't know what happened, but I got moved to like single wrestling and now Eddie and Nick are a tag team. Um, so I'm doing all these like solo fucking classic lead singer moving on to his solo, <laughs> solo matches. And he does all these like, uh, he'll do these like eight, eight person uh, like tornado matches and stuff. He just, it's so funny. I, I love that he just puts the time and effort into it and people are watching like commenting and shit on it. It's great. It's so funny. 
yeah for for people listening definitely I'll, I'll put i'll try and put links but uh there's there's some videos up on the debt cemetery uh facebook page that you guys have shared and it's just a great watch to and it's a great idea and concept to do and i'm surprised it hasn't been done before so like prop shout outs to him you know what me too considering originality is pretty much dead across the board of like all mediums like it's cool to see somebody doing like something different and and really trying to incorporate this like worldwide punk scene into something that's not just like hey post about your band in like a facebook group or whatever you know right it's it's a really good like sense of community it's hilarious yeah it's also funny to like chirp other bands that you like may or may not know (laughs) in like comment sections like that's really cool yeah it, it takes, like, um, the whole, like, you always see, like, the the brackets, like, every year, like, what's the best pop-punk band? Like, just do it, that, yeah. like, implement them all in that way, and then just let the <laughs> let the yeah. simulation decide, like, who the real winner yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so funny, dude. Yeah. Nick, we're giving you ideas, man. Credit, yeah, credit, yeah, totally. Credit these people. Hey, if you want a character, you should just reach out to him. I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll do it, dude. <laughs> All right. He's got uh, he's got some like other podcast, uh, like Chris Swinney from that one time on tour as a character, and like, uh, this dude from uh the Toronto area, Michael Krusty. He's got a character, and like, yeah, dude, get oh, in yeah. there. It's super fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it costs nothing but a picture and like a message to him, you know. It might have to happen. I'll 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 uh, do some work and see what see what we can do here. Um, before I forget this is obviously beers with bands but we made a small exception for you on this (laughs) on this week's episode um and i say that very loosely because it's really there's no there's no like qualification i'm gonna drink (laughs) beer you don't have to uh but what are you drinking tonight i'm drinking broker's gin with um just soda water uh Bro- I don't know if you guys get brokers over there. It's like it's a London gin, and it comes with this hilarious like uh, top hat, like bowler's hat on each <laughs> bottle. And so like, and I have all these knickknacks around my house. So like, every knickknack has like a little fucking hat on it. So I'm just like, this is the best. It tastes good, and it's a hilarious little added bonus. And like, sometimes it'll come with a little mini bottle attached to it, like a sampler bottle, and that has like a tiny little baby hat on it. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not really a gin guy, but I I feel like I would notice like a bottle with like a top hat in the store. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. I guess now when I go to the liquor store, I'm gonna have to try and see if I can find it for sure. Just for the top hat, just give the gin to my roommate and call it good. Nice, yeah, yeah. I I used to be super huge into beer, and I still really like it, but I just got so fucking fat from drinking it all the time. I would crush like twelve IPAs in a night, <laughs> just like wake up so hung like just gross and bloated the next day and i was like okay i gotta make a change i'm gonna switch to gin because i don't like vodka and i don't <laughs> like rum and uh, i just kind of i kind of just like convinced myself to like it and uh and now I'm, I'm now i'm obsessed with it so i don't even know yeah i mean teach their own i i'm also in like the same boat with like beer like i try and cut back uh, some episodes or most of the time when i'm not recording an episode i'll do like seltzers and stuff like that um, yeah yeah like roman cokes can get deadly because i mean that's still just as much like oh, emptiness in in all that stuff but and it tastes uh, so good that i just oh, like yeah. fucking chug it and then i'm yeah. like oh no i've had 12 drinks. <laughs> Fuck. at least with soda water and like the seltzer drinks it's like 
I feel like I'm like half hydrating while I'm drinking, you know? Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're like park drinking and stuff, like it's uh, it's a lot for me. It's a lot easier. <laughs> and I hate warm beer, so like, oh, yeah. it's easier to drink like you know, uh, soda water and booze like out outside and stuff. Yeah, that's that's one hundred percent for sure. Um, <laughs> I have a bunch but... of British family, and they love warm beer, and I think that's disgusting. I don't, I can't do it. Yeah, that's something that I always found interesting is that, like, how many, like, British people drink, I mean, like, it's, it feels like it's everywhere, they all drink, like, warm beer, whereas, like, not just Americans, but, like, Canadians, too, obviously, like, we all prefer cold beverages. For it's, sure. I, like, I've had, a, like, a lukewarm PBR, I can't imagine, like, oh, doing dude. that all the time out of, like, just necessity. At, like, fest, you get, like, it's, like, cheap paps tall cans and it's like fucking hot you're in florida and it's like you're in this like crammed venue and it's like cold for the first like few sips and then you just find yourself like carting around this like half empty <laughs> fucking like hand warm can and you're like no like i have to finish it but like fuck it's so gross <laughs> so it'll be interesting if i ever do go back to fest and i don't drink beer and i have to like you know shell out the cash for like mixed drinks and stuff Right. Like maybe they'll sell seltzer drinks by then. Who knows? That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, they might. I'll I'll uh, I'll let you know. My buddies are going down for fest this year, so I'll see oh, what they man. say. That's amazing. I I wish I could so bad. That lineup is like unbelievable. It'll be interesting to see how they do it with like a uh, they. I think they capped it at like three thousand people or something. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. But it's yeah, such this... a such a cool place. Yeah, I, I unfortunately have never been to Fest, and that's something that's definitely on my list. And, like, this year would be, like, a crazy year to do it, especially since, you know, obviously last year was canceled. Yeah, yeah, Just, like, sure. everyone's so ready to go, and it's, like, it'd be insane. Everyone's so ready to go on any any other year, too. Like, you know, right. you, they usually release the lineup in, like, May, and the, the festival's not until, like, October, so it's just, like everyone's always like posting in the fest group like a couple more months or like you know you like you start like buying your plane tickets and your hotels like gradually and then uh man by the time it hits it's just like you've never seen so many like black shirts and like <laughs> cut off jean shorts and everyone's fucking high-fiving and fucking like oh man it's it's such a good time man i can't i can't wait to go back and the times that you've gone have you just gone as like a spectator or were you there like with a band no, I never played there. I don't think I'd be able to handle it. I, uh, I just, I, but it's like, I'm, as soon as you land in Florida, it's just like drinking starts now. Uh, like I'm like a, I'm a huge weed head though. So like, it was, it's really hard to find weed down there. I find it really awkward asking like anybody about it. And, uh, you know, the first three times that I went, it was just like, fuck, I don't remember getting drunk without weed, like, ever. And then you kind of just got to, like, adjust and feeling shitty the next few days. And, but, yeah, I've just been a spectator every time I've been. It's, it's just – it's too much fun, man. I don't I don't think I'd – I wouldn't want to, like, you know, uh, break up the schedule of bands that I have to see and then, like, go, like, prepare to play. And, like, I'm sure it's fucking awesome to play there. But yeah, I just love going to shows so much. It would be <laughs> – it would suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can imagine, especially, like, yeah, just, like, waiting that entire time to be, like, oh, I'm gonna go see, like, this band that hasn't performed a set in, like, two years, they're doing a surprise set, and just be, like, yeah. oh, shit, like, I gotta go actually just play and miss that entire thing. 
Like, yeah, totally. And there's like secret shows and stuff too, right? Like one time I saw Master Intruder in this like tiny little fucking bar, and it was like, man, if I had missed this, like I would have been so fucking devastated, you know? Like there's yeah. always like bands doing like secret cover sets or like fucking, you know, it's just always crazy shit going on, man. It's so sick. Oh. Uh, basically, I, I've never saying... been a year where I didn't have like a schedule too. Like I would love it where like there wasn't a million bands I wanted to see. So I could just like kind of float around and like see what's going on. But usually it's like from this venue to this venue, like go see street Lake manifesto, then go see strike anywhere. And then like, you know, like it's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically what we're saying is everyone that has fast tickets this year, uh, we're jealous. Yeah. So jealous. Tons of fun. We have a similar festival. Um, um, that's modeled after Fest in um, in Canada, up in Montreal. It's called Pooza Fest. Oh yeah, have you have you heard of it? Uh, yeah, one dude I know. Uh, I don't know which band he went. I I know I don't know how I know him, but I know it's one of those Facebook people. Like when you're mm-hmm. doing music stuff, you just have a bunch of random people. But he, he's played Pooza Fest a couple times, I think. What's uh, the band? Well, his current band is uh, Triple Deke. Oh, they're fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah, so. they're awesome. Nice. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's a it's a good time. I haven't played it either. I uh, I toured with a band. I like tour managed a band um, from England called the Human Project, and they they played it. So I had to do the whole like, you know, miss like the morning, set up the merch table, help them load in, like hang out at the venue all day, which was really cool. You know, it was because uh, I, I booked the tour and it was like the first tour that I ever booked, and it was, so that felt it was just like a really sense of accomplishment but uh out of all the other years i've gone i've been like man if i played this weekend like i would have missed out on so much like sick shit and like you know everyone's got like airbnbs like all over the city and you can just go like party hop from like you know rooftop patio to someone else's apartment and like whatever it's really cool yeah that's awesome maybe uh, i'll have to try and talk to people maybe we'll go to to that one uh next time that they're doing it because i think they canceled this year's already right there's a mini one this year, um, and I think it's all Canadian bands, so they don't have like the all this border shit right. going on or whatever. I think as it stands right now, we have Canada has like a two week quarantine rule if you're coming over the border or something. So yeah, they I, I believe that they're gonna make it all uh, Canadian bands. They haven't released the lineup yet, but uh, I mean, fuck, it's such a good time. Like it's it's worth the. It's worth the chance of just going and having a good time, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so as we, we kind of transition into the later half of these episodes is my favorite time of the episodes, um, where we just talk about crazy stories from either shows or tours. Um, and by crazy, they could be fun, sure. horrible, terrible, amazing, uh, and stuff like that. And uh, So, Davey... What good stories do you have from your time on the road or at shows? Um, so here's a crazy one. This is fucking. This is a Pusa Fest story too. So, I was on. Uh, I was on this tour. That tour with the Human Project, right? I was like tour managing them, and it, the whole tour like led up to Pusa Fest, and then we just had. Um, we had two days off, at, like for the first two days of Pusa, and they were gonna play the third day, and. The first night we're just like it's the first night we're like we we partied like some nights and stuff but this was the first night that we all got to just like 
no shows tonight, no shows tomorrow, like just getting fucking wasted and stuff. And uh, their singer, we and I was staying in this this uh, Airbnb with a couple of them, and we had like whatever a bunch of beds or whatever. And this the singer was um, he was getting pretty like tipsy, and you know he's just like this really tall like goofy guy, and he's just getting so stumbly and like bumping in from one person to another. And I'm like, all right, dude, like. I think it's time to go to bed. So I convinced him that like, I'm going to bed too. And I'm like, I'll take you home, buddy. Like, let's go home or whatever. And, um, so we get back and like, you know, I tuck him into bed and like, whatever, whatever. And we had two, there was like four of us staying there and we had two keys. Um, they were just like loose keys. They weren't even on keychains or whatever, you know, it's just like, and it was, it was hard to basically like my, the guy who like booked the Airbnb got like the one key and then we put the second one like on this like light fixture like across the hall and so after I tuck Johnny into bed I go to fucking check for the key but I never put it there in the first place so I I was actually just like reaching for it and like trying to figure out like where it was and I fucking hit it and it falls off this light fixture and like no no joke dude it it like hugs the wall and it just slides down the wall and i'm like huh i go to grab it and it just falls down into this like fucking fire alarm uh you know those like pole fire alarms it's like an old oh, one yeah, too yeah. and i'm like oh no <clears throat> and then like boom the fire alarm for the whole building goes off and we're on like we're on like the sixth floor i run to the elevators because of the fire alarm the elevator stopped working as the fire alarm goes off so i fucking I run down the stairs to go uh, to the concierge. This is like, it's like 1 a.m. or something, right? And like, I go to find the concierge. And then as soon as I get to the first floor, the alarm stopped. And I was like, oh, man, like, I I don't know what to do now. So I fucking I run back upstairs and like, I go and my, my buddy who had who bought the Airbnb was there. And I was like, dude, what do I do? I'm like freaking out. I'm like, I'm like stoned and drunk and stuff. I'm like, I don't know what to do, man. Like... I'm fucking freaking out and um <laughs> fucking we then there's like a knock at the door and it's like the concierge like security guy and he's like he's like this like French super French dude and he's just like fucking yelling at me. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry, like I didn't mean to. Like I have I would have never pulled a fire alarm ever. And if I did, like why would I be standing here and he's screaming at me and he's like Oh, look at your eyes! Like they're so red. You're you're on drugs, and I'm like, no, it's just weed, man. It's just weed. <laughs> like he's like, I'm calling the cops. I'm like, oh fuck! Just like grab everything I can and like run out the door. He chases me out the door and like, oh my god! I had to, and like luckily, it's like it's just like fast for like everybody at Pusa is like in like a black shirt and like shorts. So it's just like I fucking run up the street and like luckily kind of just like disappeared into a sea of black shirts and shorts and like called my buddy who was luckily at his airbnb and he let me like hide out for the night and then oh fuck it was it was so scary dude uh we didn't hear anything about it for the rest of the weekend which was really nice i thought thought for sure we were gonna get kicked out but like i've never witnessed something that was it was like a rune glyphberg machine where it was like key falls off falls down the wall like into the fucking thing like oh my god like what else could happen tonight you know oh fuck so yeah that's that's probably the craziest tour story i ever had <laughs> jeez so did the, were you able did they ever get like the key back out 
Yeah, like, so when, when the alarm went off, I opened, like, I shouldn't have opened it. I should have just left it as evidence for, as, like, look, the key fell in. But, like, I was just thinking, like, get it out, get it out. And, like, maybe he can... So like I pulled the key out, uh, I had to like pull the thing open. You know, it was it was such a mess, dude. I like, wow, <laughs> that was like the first night of Puza, dude. Like, obviously I didn't sleep that night, so I was just all haggard and like had no voice as like the rest of the weekend. And just like, I just I had this looming guilt of like I'm, you know, I'm not a bad guy. Like I I just so much shit, especially any any kind of wrongdoing, you know. And, uh, like, I couldn't even steal, like, a lighter or a chocolate bar or anything. <laughs> Been guilt over me the whole weekend. And it was, like, a hilarious story to, like, tell people for the rest of the weekend and stuff. But it was also just, like, that that's such my luck. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. That's, that's crazy, dude. The funniest part was the guy that I tucked into bed slept through the whole thing. <laughs> So like that was so he woke up the next morning I'm like do you not know what happened last night dude it was so funny <laughs> <laughs> it's it, yeah it's always the dudes that are like the drunkest that never remember anything and especially like the fact that you just slept through the whole thing like because the, the concierge was in the room basically yelling at you while that dude was probably sleeping right there right he in the apartment just fucking screaming like he chased I don't even remember. So he, he's like he's like small, and he um he can't run all that fast. So I was like, I would take like, yeah, I can't run that fast either. But I'm like, I'm taking all these strides, and I'm like, Chris, come on, man, hurry up! Like, I'm like waiting for him, and this guy's like fucking chasing after us. We're just like, oh my god, like get me out of here, dude! I thought for sure the cops were looking for me. And stuff. He was like, this guy was on the phone, like all talking in French, like fucking. I guess maybe he pretended to call the cops. I have no idea. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so that was uh, that. Was that. <laughs> so with that being your craziest, uh, what's probably like the best thing that's ever happened on tour? Best thing that's ever happened on tour was when I was like, I joined this touring band like right out of high school. I was like, I was, I was like 19. And um, we went to like Newfoundland. Do you know where that is in Canada? Uh, like the furthest roughly, like, eastern point. It's like, yeah. it's an island. It's really hard to get to. Bands don't go there all the time. Uh, and this is back in, like, pure volume and, like, MySpace days and stuff, you know? Like, there wasn't really Facebook. Um, so it was kind of hard to, like, promote, you know, out-of-town bands or whatever. So the, they put, um, they put like, the link to our, our MySpace songs, like, on the flyer for this All Ages show. And... Um, we played all these like 19 plus shows in Newfoundland. We were on this like Budweiser tour. It was like, okay, we were like a pop punk band. Nobody in a pub wants to hear a loud pop punk band. You know, they just want like fun pub music or whatever. So it was like a few, couple weeks of that. And then we had this one all ages show to cop it off. And um, we, I remember uh, we were like, we like set up our whole merch booth and stuff and doors open and a few kids like walk over to the merch table. Like we're still setting up and they're like, Hey, uh, how much is like, how, how much can can I buy everything for? Like a hoodie, t-shirt, CD, poster. I forget what else. And we're like, I don't know, like eighty bucks, dude. I fucking don't know. And then he's like, Hey, everyone, you can buy everything for eighty bucks. And like, next thing I remember, it was like, fucking all of these like 
$20 bills just being like shoved in our face and all these fucking kids just want to buy this bundle that we just made up right on the spot and dude we sold out of merch like before the first band even started it was like <laughs> what the fuck just happened we had these like bright pink like you know like at the time we made like this ugly girls merch because like that's all merch companies like printed or whatever is like these pink fucking hoodies and like dudes were scooping them out they wanted anything that we had at like however we could give it to them and uh yeah we had like not one piece of merch left and not after the whole before the first band even started and then and then by the time we played we were the headliner like these kids are fucking singing along and like just going ape shit and it was just like I don't think anything will ever get better than that. Like, that's so fucking cool. I've played a ton amazing. of shows and like I've never really had, you know, like buddies sing along and stuff and like it's cool, but I've never had like that like a hundred or so strangers like fucking singing along and, and shit. It was like, whoa, like this is legit. Yeah. Damn, that's yeah, that that is amazing. Um mm -hmm. It was my birthday too, which was like just made it extra special and cool, you know? Yeah, it was wild, dude. Um, Newfoundland, love it. It's a, such a cool, beautiful place. I would I recommend anybody going there, especially bands. <laughs> you might yeah. sell a lot of merch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they were just so hyped because, like you said, like not a lot of bands go out there, so they just like give yeah, it all we, every time? We were told that we were one of the first bands that had been out there in like a year or two, and I think the band before that was like the Flatliners. So like, you know, they obviously came out and fucking tore it up, and then we were another like Toronto-ish band going there and um they were just so fucking hyped it was awesome that and like again we we'd played we'd played like two or three weeks worth of these pub shows and like yeah we were getting paid for them and stuff like whatever but we had maybe only sold like fucking five cds like the whole time again we're playing like these 19 plus pub things you know like nobody fucking nobody's there to buy merch and like whatever right. they're, they're there to buy beer and like hang out with their friends like understandably so yeah that was it was a really cool contrast man it's fucking awesome i remember uh one time when we were on tour we we played somewhere in south dakota which normally south dakota is just like fucking nothing and you're just like okay like i'm just gonna drive through the state have like a random ass show at a VFW hall. It's going to be whatever. We're just going to play, get out. Cool. Uh, we get to town and like the promoter's like, Hey, before you guys even go to load in, stop at my house. I'll make you guys all food and stuff. And we're like, okay, yeah, cool. Sick. Thanks for the hospitality. So we eat, we go to the show. We're still like, okay, like it'll be kind of cool. Um, there's just like a bunch of like boomer esque people in this place. The entire nice. time as we're loading in, and then the show like starts and we're we're like the headliners because we we're on tour or whatever and like all these kids just came out of nowhere and like we got drink tickets we got like all these kids singing back just random shit and like just sold a bunch of like merch it was like the best show on tour and it was the one that we thought was gonna probably be like the worst show the entire time oh man that's so funny when it works out like that yeah that's so cool um South Dakota, that's cool, man. Did you, were you, was it like a full, where else did the tour go? Uh, so on that one, we kind of went, I think, to Wyoming and then Colorado and then came back towards the Midwest and then uh, picked up our friends from back home and then we did like uh, another 
week or two weeks run with them um, to the East Coast. Oh, that's like a real tour. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to pull those off these days, I feel. Yeah, this was probably like 2014-ish. Like that, that one was like a month long, and then we did another one that was like three weeks long where we went to just California to get In-N-Out Burger. Oh, man. <laughs> I uh, I went to California once and exclusively ate In-N-Out because uh, it's incredible. Yeah. we our, our tour was literally called the Excuse to Get In-N-Out Tour. Uh, <laughs> so we literally just routed it perfectly so we could just eat it as much as we could while we were there. That's amazing. I would kill for In-N-Out Burger to uh, come to Canada. We don't know we know shit here. I think they did a pop-up one one time, but like those things are fucking those things are brutal because it's like all these people just like waiting in line for like an hour or two and like you don't even know if it's like the real deal in an out burger right right in canada it could be like different beef or whatever too we had um do you guys have uh what's that oh um carl's jr in in uh the midwest or no so the like midwest the coast thing uh Midwest, we have Hardee's, which is the other facet Same thing, of it. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carl's Jr., like, the name Carl's Jr. is more, like, West Coast. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I uh, yeah. I ate there one time in Seattle, and I was like, this is some of the best fast food I've ever had. <laughs> and then they opened up literally just, like, completely different than the other one that I went to. And it was just, like, kind of the same name, like, different. Seems like a different menu or something. I don't know. Socks. <laughs> i love i love good fast food you know right yeah dude you're telling me uh like just because when you were down in oh no they don't have them down there um there's a thing on the wet on the east coast and it's more like i think north carolina to like georgia so like like florida misses out on it but they have a thing called cookout oh. um and it's you pull up and you like order your food and they use like they gave us all our food in like a styrofoam container but it was like good southern like cooking and like food in general and it's like the one thing that i would love to have here in the midwest or around me just because yeah it's it's decently priced and it's just great fucking food i love that um i love i love that cooking style food like the smoked meat and stuff is so good it's it's great that, that was the probably one of the best parts about just being on the road besides like being with my friends is just checking out all these spots that we don't have back home yeah totally that's that's super sick uh so as we wind down here i want to give one more uh thank you to davy for stopping by and letting letting me talk to you about debt cemetery uh you guys are killing it and i'm stoked to see what's coming next um yeah like i said we're gonna we're trying to do a new uh we'll have hopefully have a new song out by uh early to mid september i think uh if all if all goes as planned we're working on it right now um working on like a cover as well and then hopefully two more songs to follow all just depends like how quickly we can get this ball rolling but uh yeah definitely expect at least one more track from us this year um and uh eddie uh our guitar player his uh his solo act has a new um ep coming out uh bill our guitar player uh his band your pal bill has i think they just dropped something 
I know he's dropped a couple singles. I don't know if it's a full EP. But yeah, he's got that coming out. And uh, yeah, just we're just trying to live our best musical lives here, and you know, spread the spread the love. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, so for anyone that's looking for Debt Cemetery music merch or you guys in general, where can they find it? Yeah, so um, our new song, Dazed and Confused, is streaming everywhere. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. It's also on our uh, label's Bandcamp. So that's Thousand Islands Record, uh, Thousand Islands Records Bandcamp. Um, we got some merch on the Thousand Islands website as well. We got we got uh, the artwork for our new uh, Dazed and Confused artwork. That's super sick, like Dragonfly thing. Um, on an exclusive t-shirt there we also have uh an epic merch store uh page which is like us and like a million other sick punk and metal bands uh it, it's all like print to order stuff so it's like you know you can get logo on like different colored hats or like different colored t-shirts or whatever uh long sleeves hoodies pretty much you name it we we got it on there um and they have uh, flat rate worldwide shipping, which is really cool. So if you, you know, if you get like a hat from us and a shirt from Belvedere, hoodie from Thousand Oaks, like it's all combined into one shipping cost. So it's uh, super nice and easy for that. And uh, our first EP is also on Spotify and uh, our our Bandcamp, Debt Cemetery Bandcamp. And uh, I think that's it. We don't have much, that much more to offer. <laughs> uh yeah for everyone listening go listen to um everything they have out it's super sick and keep an eye out for what they have coming next um i'll for sure be posting about it as soon as i find out about it so make sure you guys are all keeping posted on all the socials um thanks so much for having me dude uh, oh dude anytime i hope people keep listening to this show because it's fucking <laughs> awesome I, lo- I love the idea the name is great uh, thank you so much sorry i didn't bring beer i just only brought gin but uh <laughs> that's okay next, next I, I think, next time, next time I think you're good <laughs> um before i take off as like i normally say if you or anyone you know should be on an episode of beers with bands let me know ken hit me up saying hey this dude named davy might be hitting you up about being on an episode you know what happened davy hit me up you know what happened after that we locked this down we got him on yeah. we talked about yeah. his band it was a great time great. um also, quick thank you to everyone that's been listening to any episode. Uh, this is ep- actually episode 49, um, and stay tuned for next week uh, because it's the big 5-0. It's episode 50. Uh, I got some special things planned with some sp- very special people, and uh, I hope you all tune out and check it out. Um, other than that, one more big thank you to Davey for stopping by. Truly do appreciate it, and uh, I'll catch everyone on the next episode. It's time to wake up Or was I even sleeping? I spent the whole night thinking About the chalk lines down around me All up but not on top But lately haven't really slept that much Has been a mess It feels like I'm chewing on glass
Oh, my.